0: Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse presents the Colvin Coven Brothers, Brothers Podcast. Podcast. Well, let me tell you something, brother.
1: My name is Michael. I've always dreamed about having a brother. It's the Colvin Brothers show. Oh
2: boy! Michael is the music guy. I'm the movie guy. Put us together. We're the Colvin Brothers. You was my brother, Charlie. You should have looked out for me a little bit. You're turned into the Colvin
1: Brothers. You're my kid brother. You take care of me.
3: So.
2: What did your brother do to you? It's
3: now a Colvin party. You let like the cops show up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Perhaps we long lost brothers. Colvin brothers on Z93. The six o'clock alarm. Oh,
0: brother. Number six for Colvin. Stephen <sighs> is of of Mom always liked you best. Franko! I am your brother. Olven Brothers, Ash Brown,
3: <laughs> on C93, Time Time, time,
0: time 1978.
1: there, baby. I got no time to mess around.
2: Good evening, everybody. It's Sunday, and you know what that means. It's time for the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Pop quiz, Mad Mike. Pop quiz already. We just got on. How many shows have we had? This is number seventy six. Oh, see, Michael pays attention. You should too. Check out the podcast, Spotify, <laughs>
4: iTunes. Uh, what else? Amazon, iHeart, and uh, Breaker. <laughs> I've never used Breaker, but we're on Breaker. Breaker, Breaker, isn't that a quote? Uh, well, you know, we're doing nineteen seventy eight as a time tunnel today, so it's very appropriate. Nice job, da- Nice job, there, Brian. Oh, thank you. And uh, <laughs> Van Halen, when everybody was still alive, ain't talking about I love. No, well, everybody say everybody. Our family was still alive. The only person that we lost in nineteen seventy eight you never met her, was our mother's mother, Lila. We called her Nana. Yeah, never met her. Never met I her. Was I was only one years old, man. Uh, barely, not even. No, because like, you didn't turn a year old till April. She died on January 4th. And what's interesting about this, mom flew back from, we were living in Virginia by then, so she flew back to Peekskill. It was the first time that dad was ever alone with the five of us. Yeah. Now, again, you're not going to remember this, but we had um, next-door neighbors, the the Jamesons. They had three kids. So one night, they volunteered to host us for dinner because, again, our father was very overwhelmed. They had never been alone <laughs> with five kids before. The only thing I remember about it, Steve, and they had us all set up. We had whatever we had for dinner. The seat that I was sitting in collapsed from underneath me, like a I regular was, chair. Yeah, like yeah, I was I was eight years old, oh. and, and the, the chair just absolutely collapsed at the dinner table underneath me.
2: Well, you posted a photo, and I was like the, in some kind of like metal contraption, which I guess you would call a high chair for 1977, 1978. Yeah, that was also 78. That's when Daddy turned 32. That <laughs> yeah. was that year as well. Those things are definitely not safe for 2022. Well, you
4: know, at least at the High chair that you had in your kitchen wasn't in direct sunlight or exposed to extreme cold. The car seat that we all used because it, it, you know, when you have five kids in eight years, yep. you don't, you don't even bother with hand-me-downs. You just leave everything where it is, and the next kid pops in. So there was this car seat that mom had. I still remember it. It was uh it was metal it was made out of you know chrome and then it had these pads around it these foam pads yeah. and uh brown vinyl so you know when me and Jennifer had it fine it was it was newish but by the time we got this Christopher and yourself most of the pads had ruptured about it, was all, it was all put together with duct tape but here's the best part if it was summer and in Virginia I remember we lived there for like a week and we were down at the local dairy Queen, and it was 104 degrees on the on the uh, on the thermometer that they would yeah. have at the bank, and if you, as a as a seven month old kid, accidentally moved your hand mm-hmm. from the padded part to the metal, you burnt your hand.
2: Well, oh, that's like those old slides that they used to have at the at the playgrounds. Yeah. I think I think they finally got rid of those in the eighties when Vassar Road made the all wooden playground. I remember
4: that very well. But if
2: you're going down those metal slides, yeah, you burnt your, your behind. Yeah.
4: yeah, and you know we we talk about that Action Park documentary, which I guess now is streaming on regular TV. But you know our own lives, getting into the vehicle with our parents was just as treacherous as one of those rides at Action Park.
2: We're taking a time tunnel to 1978. 98% of all Americans finally have a TV in their house in in (laughs) 1978. We had two. Roman Polanski flees to France. He was a bad boy going after these young girls that were underage. (laughs) I don't (laughs) ID. That's
4: cabbage, patch, cabbage patch kids make their debut it's 78. yep I don't remember them until the 80s but
2: okay as, as does the laser disc player which was like a very like
4: you know when I early first started stage. doing karaoke it was on they, we called it laser karaoke because yeah. the movies had the movie industry had moved on from the 12-inch laser disc format but mm-hmm. karaoke was introduced that way from Japan and back in 1991 when I was working at birdies on Fridays uh because it used to be like a happy hour thing and it required it was a two-man job I had a guy I, iguana Man, uh, down, Iguana Man, down down in the uh, in, in in the bus station uh, booth, if you remember that, and he would be yep. operating the karaoke machine, and I was up top with the wireless microphone.
2: Yeah, I used to come there when I was underage and and drink underage. Right before we went to go ste- see uh, Stephen Wright and my friend Rob O'Keefe, he's like he's like your brother. He's got long hair like the Undertaker. And we're about to go watch <laughs> the wrestling show. Um, also that year, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Michael, uh-huh. Mad Mike Colvin, Mike
4: the Psych. Uh, we have a picture somewhere. He had a bowling bag, which was a Cowboys bowling well, bag. Well, you, you talk about them winning the Super Bowl. That was uh, January of 78. And I guess mom had more T V dominance in those days. So I had a black and white set in my room. Again, we were in Virginia by this point. Yep. So dad I was, you know, in bed because I had school the next day. Dad was at the foot of my bed smoking and watching the Super Bowl in my room while I was trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do in a small house. Yeah. Washington Bullets win the NBA title. They gotta go back to that. Come on, enough already. Be- the, people get shot everywhere. And the Yankees, yeah. That was a big year. Win the world series in 1978 second consecutive year was that the uh, reggie jackson three home run year uh no that was 77 77 okay I get but it was confused. still against the
2: dodgers though oh yeah no it was it was a beautiful thing that I, I remember very well yeah back then it was always beating up on the royals and the dodgers until that horrible season of 81
4: that's enough memories for now steven you're, bro- you're, you're breaking my
2: mind what over did you say over nothing is over until we decide it is was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, hell no. The tough get going. Who's with me? Let's
4: go. Come on. What Animal. movie? Animal House. <laughs> Animal. Now that one I did see. Back in those days, I did yeah. see the movie. You see that the Imperial Theater? Uh, no, no, no. That was a Virginia <laughs> movie. So I saw. You know, I saw it on TV at
2: home. Oh man, the official sponsor of the Cohen Brothers on Z93 is Mahoney's Irish Pub in Poughkeepsie. Bills and Chiefs starting at six thirty. So during our show, you can listen in your ear in your earbuds, mm-hmm. and you can watch the show. If you can multitask, do it at Mahoney's. Say hello to Emmett. Get yourself a pint of Guinness. Um, and check out the daily specials at Mahoney'sIrishPub.com.
4: And if you're going to see him, I tell him how much you love hearing about him on the Colvin Brothers show on Z93. Yeah, do that. <laughs> what's the what's
2: Filipino Raz? Give him a shout-out. Oh, all all right,
4: right. Right, I'm, right. Right. I'm listening to they on the toilet. I'm the, I'm the, what do you got next? Oh, exile, Kiss You All Over? That's it's, a great song right there. All right, this is going
2: out to Happy Gilmore, my boy. And uh, Adam Sandler made it famous again in the 90s. Exile, Kiss You All Over with the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Winning it get home,
1: I've been thinking about you, baby, You're my one desire Gonna wrap my arms around you And hold you close to me Oh, babe, I wanna taste your lips I wanna be a fantasy, yeah I don't know what I'd do without you, babe I don't know where I'd be
5: You all over and over again. I wanna kiss you all over.
0: Valentine's Day Advice from Breckman.
4: Valentine's Day is on the way! And as we celebrate this special day for the ones we love, it reminds me of a Valentine's Day more than four decades ago, when I spoke those three words to my wife of now 44 years. Three words that changed her life. Three words
0: that changed my life. Three words she never expected, but changed both of our lives forever. Lower your expectations. The Colvin Brothers Time Tunnel. Seven years of college down the drain. 1978. I'm a zit. On Z93.
2: Brothers on Z93 taking a time tunnel to the year 1978. The Cars, Good Times roll, and we could
4: and, have played anything off of this record. The whole album got airplay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I've always loved The Cars. I think we talked about it many times on the
4: show because Michael would give me cassettes that he no longer needed. Well, Uncle Paul was the one that that was my gateway drug to the Cars. So it's and, and his car was a, it was a '78 Valari, babe. Barbara, you here? I'm always here. the you know, 1978, it's the summer of Sam. I can't wait. Yeah, I know. Did uh, We actually
2: talked about this on, uh, on a text message thread that we do with our cousin Alan. Oh, Crunch? Crunch? You're yeah.
4: not going to see him until uh, 2078. Yeah,
2: he <laughs> didn't even come out to a funeral last year. So if he's not coming to a funeral and he's not coming out to weddings, there's no chance you're going to see Crunch unless we go to his funeral.
4: Well, my lady, one of our best friends, got taken out by son of Sam.
2: Was it a dog that
4: told her? Oh, uh, Yeah, it was Flap. <laughs>
2: And you know what tied it back to crunch? We found out in our text message thread. <laughs> I love this. That uh, cousin Allen's father, Uncle Allen, Uncle Allen worked along with
4: uh, with uh, David Berkowitz. Yeah, yeah, David Berkowitz. Before he became a postal worker, he was a um, an apprentice electrician. It didn't work out, but apparently there was a German guy on their crew that would make fun of him for being Jewish. Yeah. So he must have been like you know skimming his pants when he found out who the guy really was.
2: And it's funny because you know serial killers. It's a fascinating Cereal topic. Killers? Yeah. Me, Michael, and uh, I, we were at uh, Breezy's birthday party last week, <laughs> and, and uh, Breezy's fiance's mother, we were talking to her. She was fascinated with us, wasn't she? Well, we got into a whole conversation about serial killers, yeah. and, and we talked about Kendall Francois. He broke the color line. And, uh, Ken, and again, with someone like Kendall Francois, a lot of people, I'm friends with Kevin McAdams, I'm going to mention him later on in the show, but uh, he... Knew Kendall Francois from Touches Community College.
4: So, I mean, a lot of these guys are just walking amongst us. Yeah. You don't know what's going they're, they're on. Very, you know, as, as they said when John David Stuts uh, shot Buckwheat. I remember he was always very polite.
0: Do you believe he killed Buckwheat? Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> the Colvin Five. Are you ready for the Colvin Five?
3: Five,
0: Five. Five. On Z ninety three,
2: Colvin Five this week, sponsored by Joker Inc. Team Sports shirts or gear for your business. Fundraisers, they do screen printing and embroidery, low minimums, fast turnaround, top quality on Facebook and Instagram, JokerInk.com. When I introduced Marshall Tucker band, I was wearing a Joker Inc. Colvin Brothers on Z93 sweatshirt, and he gave me props. After he told me to take my mask off, he gave me props. He's like, Oh, I like I like that you mock yourself there. That's very good.
4: Yeah, next time they come to town, we'll give him a shirt. Uh, I want to say our good friend DOT Taylor finally came yes. by to pick up his shirt. Oh, he? he left every <laughs> like this is the guy, like he literally is our sewer. Like if right. I have a party, I make sure he's there because he's like in charge of Taking all the leftovers, everything, and he forgot everything that day. I guess he was feeling a little under the weather, which was wonderful around our family. But um, yeah, he finally came by. um, I love my my in-laws, the Martins. But uh, I they, love my shirt. Uh, they gave me yeah, it was great last <laughs> week. They gave me a little bit too much candy. You didn't even want it, so I said, oh, I, said I took a big batch when I left yeah, that yeah. night. I just can't handle that many sweets, and I don't All want right.
2: my my five year old to be you know doing the same. Well, this uh, this week we got a great topic again. I mean, the topics are are really getting a lot of response from you guys on the Colvin Brothers on Z ninety three Facebook page. We appreciate it because. Outside of our circle of listeners that listen to the podcast and listen to the show right here on ninety three point three Z ninety three, we get a lot of people that chime in because they're more
4: into, you
2: know, I'd rather talk and write instead of being heard. And they also
4: catch us on the podcast, so you can. And we're going to find out in this particular segment how far away our listenership
2: goes. Give us a line from an old commercial or an ad, and let's see if anyone can guess the product. I started off by saying, "The best part of waking up is folders in your cup." Yeah, and I remember there's a mother. I watched with mom, yeah. My mom had the coffee was. You knew that the coffee would go off at like 11:30, you know, late in the morning, yeah. and then soon after that, our sister station Q92 went on, and I then had to switch my chair from the couch to up close and watch the bots. That's how my eyesight went That's back.
4: Exa- Yeah, that's how you also learn about Delilah. Mine was um, Connect Four. Gotcha Four across, and I said that not only because I, I remember it so well from our youth, but um, my daughter loves Connect Four, so I got her. You know, she had a game. She had a, a game version up at the lake, but like you know, the, my, my kids got like four different houses, so I had to make sure there was one for the uh, for the Poughkeepsie house. Connect Four is a
2: solid game. I think uh, Olivia got that from somebody for her birthday when she turned six. And The Tan Man, I think uh, now that Bryce has got operation, I think that might be on a future list for the Tan Man. That'll work. So our first entry is... Scotty Kunda, Ancient Chinese Secret, and then Karen <laughs> Nocera, Answered Calgon. That is correct. Take then, me away.
4: Yeah, I don't think that you could ever know that there was two different Calgons. Oh, okay. So the Calgon Take Me Away was like some sort of it like predated like the bath bombs that your wife might have, or my daughter loves bath bombs. Bath bombs. But uh, Calgon was originally a um, dish detergent, and their whole gimmick was you know you get. In the 70s, dishwashers weren't what they became. So you'd take your glasses out and they'd be full of spots, especially wine glasses. Oh, I remember those commercials. So yeah. that's yeah, that's where that all came from. Number two, Stephanie in Forest, Virginia. Oh, I love Virginia. Give me a break. Stacy Stern back. Stern back. <laughs> she said Kit Kat Bar, and that yeah. is absolutely correct. Yeah. I like the way that, that one person would load in the quote and yeah. somebody else would answer.
2: Yeah, my son would sing that song. He loves Kit Kats.
4: Number three, Jerry. Jerry. Oh. Yes, in Beacon. Jerry and Beacon, his prices are insane! Greg, in Thailand. Thailand. Is I that- said that this is going to show us how far away our listenership reaches. This guy lives in Thailand and checks us out online. Crazy Eddie's, which... Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, they were always on all no, those the... All commercials. commercials. yes, but yeah. do you remember the actual Crazy Eddie's? It didn't last for long. It was like only around for like two years. Was it years. in front of the Galleria? It was, and you might have been too young to remember this. I was driving by the time that had it opened, and they had those giant searchlights that they going back and forth. You could see them from our house all the way over in Gold Road. the oh, Rogers, right. And it was a very big deal. But that Crazy Eddie opened like less than two years before the actual dude, Crazy Eddie Antar, was uh, busted for know, embezzlement or something like that. He was he was you know convicted of all kinds of crimes and they he had to still, shut down all the franchises. Is he still in jail or is he alive? What's I, the story he probably, on this guy? He's probably dead. It's been like 30 years. That turned into strawberries, right? Uh well they eventually use that spot for strawberries. I don't even know what it is now. All right. Number My, four. Nope. That would be Michael Watkins Post, also in the Beacon, is soaking in it. Kevin is connected, he responded with, of course. Paul Molliff. Was that uh, the redhead? What was her yeah, name? Madge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I swear that Madge must have, like, you know, you should drink tea with our mother on Tuesday afternoons. Oh, well, Everyone came over for tea, including Mrs. Nichols. Shout out.
2: RIP, Mrs. Nichols. Yes, like. indeed. And the big closer. Clara Middletown, New Jersey, and Tara in Clinton
4: Corners. Where's the beef? Oh. And, of course, Wendy's. Yes. That, that really put Wendy's on the map. Like, I knew Wendy's existed before that because they used to have square hamburgers. That was, like, their big gimmick. But eventually that fell by... By the wayside but where's the beef was their knock at you know the, the competitors being you know mcdonald's and burger king at the yeah. time and that really they, they they're still up there from that ad campaign what in the i want to say 1984 or so mm-hmm. with uh, clara peller was the name of the woman wendy's is my
2: go-to if if, it were, if we're choosing between mcdonald's burger king and, and wendy's i do like burger king mcdonald's will be my number third choice but with Wendy's, if, if you want a good follow, follow them on Twitter. They actually will roast different restaurants mm-hmm. and then they'll roast, like, I think they, they had a huge thing last year with the Super Bowl. So oh, no kidding. Yeah, anytime that you want to get a good follow, I recommend Wendy's. Mahoney's Irish Pub and Steakhouse in Poughkeepsie is the official sponsor of the Coleman Brothers Show here on Z93. And
4: if you're looking to host your private party, Mahoney's has two great options. The Vast Room can hold parties from 30 to 200 people. The room gives you privacy for meetings, holiday parties, rehearsal dinners, retirement parties, and so much more. Then there's a cloud room ready for your next party accommodating up to 85 people featuring your own bar and dance floor.
2: Book your next event today. Call Pat at 471-7026 or visit Mahoney's Irish
4: Hi, this is Lewis 2. You're listening to the Time Tunnel to 1978 with the Coven brothers. My dog talks to me too. He told me to play Come Sail Away by Sticks on Z93.
1: 'Cause I've got to be free, free to face the life that's ahead of me. On board, I'm the captain, so climb aboard. We'll search for tomorrow on every shore. Out, I'm a part of gold, but we'll try.
2: Coleman Brothers on Z93. Time tunnel to 1978. Sticks come sail away. This song got a nice resurgence again with South Park. I don't watch a lot of South Park. Even
4: that's like 10 or 15 <laughs> years old already. Yeah, but I'm one of
2: those guys that goes in and goes out. You watch it every week, though, don't you? No, no, I haven't watched oh, it okay. since
4: uh, the Crazy Gen era. Um, no, about, South Park. Uh, I'm t- oh, I'm Family a, Guy or, is the show you watch. I watch. Fa- oh, I watch okay. Fam- Family Guy is fantastic still. Okay. like It's weird because The Simpsons have proven that if you've got a quality cartoon, you can go on into perpetuity. I mean, that's been on for over years. 30 years started on the Tracy Ullman show. And that I had the boys over last week for uh, football. It's the first time that Greg O'Brien, Stan Beinstein, Lambert Jardy, Scott, and myself were in the same room since my 50th birthday. Huh, I didn't get the invite over there. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not, it's not the, re- I'm going to do the big reunion in, in, in May there, <laughs> Rock and Steve. Um, so we got to talking about uh, different things. And wouldn't you know, we landed on Curb Your Enthusiasm and Probably, well, I think, one of the best television characters of all time, mm-hmm. Tracy Ullman as Irma Kostroski. I hope she comes back because they didn't, you know, spoiler alert, they didn't really finish her angle. I wanted to have a confrontation with Larry. I would watch a spinoff of her. I mean, she uh, is just a powerhouse entertainer.
2: This portion of the show is sponsored by Locks That Rock and Route 9 of Wabinger's Falls. Go say hello to Karen. She loves the Colvin Brothers. Valentine's Day is coming. So whether you're a lady or you're a gentleman, you need to get your hair did and uh, get out there and, uh, you know, go, go to one of the restaurants that... That we have here as sponsors, Mahoney's, you know, is a great place to bring a date. I think they're doing a Valentine's
4: special, have, which a we'll talk big, about. Yeah, very big Valentine's. Well, Valentine's Day is on a Monday this year, but doesn't mean that you can't celebrate the weekend. I'll be there, of course. Actually, you know what? We're doing a double bill on that Saturday, the 12th, because Willie Niles playing at the Town Crier, yeah. so I'm going to be down there with bro, but uh, you're going to kick off Mahoney's on, on Valentine's weekend, and then I'm going to take over. So make sure you say hello to Karen. It's uh, hair services for men, women,
2: children and seniors like them on facebook. Locksetrock.com. her phone number she loves me to include it. 845-227-4021. All right, 1978. Mm. I am uh, the movie guy, you're the music guy. All
4: right, and I again, I was 8 years old, so I have some I have solid memories of that whereas you wouldn't because you were not quite a year yet. Yeah, I mean, I've seen the majority of these movies. All right. But I just want you to say you've seen it because a lot of times week... so I don't have to I don't have to answer just have to say if I saw uh, it. Unless you have unless you have a better funny with 70s I'm better with 70s movies than I am 80s movies. So this might work out. All right. Number one, Grease. Absolutely. So, not only did I see it, I played Vince Fontaine yes. in the John Jay production 1986. And, like, within six weeks, I, I started on the air at a local AM station. So, it was like it was one of those things where truth was stranger than fiction. I think we have that somewhere on VHS. We'll have I to put that out there. Dig the scene at Big 50. <laughs> Number two,
2: we talked about the first uh, break, National Lampoon's Animal House. Absolutely. Number three, Close Encounters of the
4: Third Kind. Did see it. Now, there were two different versions of it, and I forget the reason why Spielberg released like a second. like Unless it
2: was, it was a director's cut. It That's was, well,
4: But it was before they called it that. It, back in those days, what they would do, because the, the idea of the summer blockbuster was still in, the, in its infancy. I forget the reason why, but I did not see Close Encounters on its first run, but I saw it when it was re-released. And I, I believe that it had a different ending. I'd have to look it up.
2: Yeah, I haven't. I actually catch
4: all these movies. In the I HBO remember for Richard Dreyfuss in the mashed potatoes mountain. Yeah, he was great in that. Every which way but loose. Right turn, Clyde. Now, you got to remember, we. Lived I in, haven't seen this one. Who's we in this one? The Clint Eastwood oh, and okay. um, uh, Sandra Locke, and the, there was an orangutan named Clyde. It oh. had the song "Every Which Way But Loose," which was an Eddie Rabbit uh, song I love before, Eddie Rabbit. before like he became like a household name with "Driving My Life Away." Yeah. From Rhodey a couple years later, but you gotta remember, we lived in Virginia. We listened to country music. We were surrounded by rednecks, so Every Which Way But Loose was a huge movie, just like Convoy was and Smoking the Bandit. There was a period there where those Southern fried movies were absolutely the top go getters. Heaven Can Wait. Never saw it, but I'm familiar with it. It I was Dom, seen it Dom Deluise.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen
4: that one. Yeah, I, I forget the reason why. That was a big one with our aunt Sandy. Cruncher's mom. Jaws two. I probably did, but they again. We we've talked about this before. Uncle Paul took me to see George, Jaws 3D with Dennis Quaid or Randy Quaid. I think it was Dennis Quaid, and it was so yeah, it, it was, was such Quaid. a bad movie that I I can't I completely uh, avoided the Jaws franchise for the rest of my life. But I probably saw Jaws too
2: around July Fourth every year. I, I try to watch movies that are associated with different holidays. I'll watch Jaws and I'll watch Jaws too.
4: What about Sharknado? Ah, no, that that's more <laughs> of Wendy F. <laughs> <Maw. laughs> yes, she is. watches that crap. She watches it on TV 20 at Mahoney.
2: But no. <laughs> so then again, she has to be home to watch us. She probably hasn't watched us in a couple of years. Ugh. Number seven, Saturday
4: Night Fever. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's been a long time. I probably should revisit it. I have come to uh, not only love the Bee Gees... Uh, disco period, which they'll be the first ones to tell you. Well, Barry's the only one left. It's uh, me, Barry. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> they, they were really doing R&B. They were just labeled disco. But yeah, of course, you saw, I saw Star, Star Wars, A New Hope, Episode 4. Nobody called it any of that back then. It was just <laughs> Star Wars. And I saw it by myself. I remember dad dropping me. The, this is how different times were, kids. I was eight years old, and my father dropped me off at the theater by myself.
2: Yeah, because by that time, he already had five. He's like, ah, oh, it's cheaper to have four kids. Yeah, exactly. Somebody take this spaz.
4: <laughs> Number nine, Superman. The original Superman, the only Superman, Which they called Christopher it, Reeves. They called it Superman the movie because they wanted to differentiate, even though almost 30 years had passed since the TV show, people were still familiar with the TV show, the one with George Reeves, because that was still running in syndication. So it was called Superman the movie, and you referred to it that way. Lord of the Rings animation. In 78? Yep. I didn't even know that was a thing.
2: I didn't either until I saw it. Oh,
4: yeah, nobody saw it. All
2: right, horror movies. I'm going to go down real
4: quick. Oh, we're still going.
2: Dawn of the Dead. No, no. 1978 brought us John Carpenter's Halloween, the Scissor's favorite movie of all time. Now, that I've seen, but I think I've only seen it in bits and pieces. Ha ha. Uh, we already talked about Invasion of Body Snatchers. It comes on two lists, the horror list, too. Well, the thing
4: about Invasion of the Body Snatchers is that was a remake and has since been remade again. I did see that one with Kenji Sweeney in Dale City, Virginia on HBO.
2: I don't even know what this is. I thought it was the show on WWR.
4: Martin! Martin! That was... <laughs> There's a horror movie called Martin. I have no idea what First this is. First time that I found out that Sheneney was a real name, I uh, <laughs> I did not know that there was a movie called Martin. Now, there was a movie called Marty yeah. that's famous for other reasons.
2: This next movie, Michael says he introduced me to, but the real movie that he introduced me to, which didn't come out in 78, was called Pieces, but he always says, I spit on your grave. That
4: was 1978? Yeah. I I, I showed it to you.
2: Uh, I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah, I, no, I remember the, Pieces.
4: Video Zone. Yeah, absolutely. Piranha. Piranha I remember existing. <laughs> I didn't see it, but it's this day, I'm scared to death of piranhas. Damien Omen 2. which Carolyn loves that series. Well, which again, that's a sequel. Damien was the first one. Omen 2. I I saw one of them. Maybe I saw them both. I don't know. Was The Boys from Brazil on your list? Uh, No,
2: I got The Toolbox Murders, which
4: I've never heard of either.
2: Magic, and then Jaws 2 finishing up the list at uh, number 10, which I guess could be the biggest and the most horrifying movie. We're the Coleman Brothers on Z93. I'm
3: in the fumble. It's a one across the hall.
2: Dolphin Brothers on Z93, Blondie hanging on the telephone, Time Tunnel to 1978, Mad Mike wanted to include a little
4: Blondie in there. I could have p- picked anything off of the parallel lines. You know, I'm not afraid to play Heart of Glass, it's just that it's a six minute song and we just don't have that kind of time. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be in uh, the bonus cuts. We're going to start doing bonus cuts well, for you're, uh, you're, future podcasts. A lot of times the, po- the podcast is longer, so it's almost like the director's, maybe we should just start calling them director's cuts. That's a not a bad idea, Steven.
2: Director's cuts, you got to listen to it, you know, like Denver Darren and Mole, who's on one of our hardcore podcast listeners. Oh,
4: Lane Bajardi. Oh. Uh, he was at my house last week and was offended that I gave him a, <laughs> a paper bowl and a plastic spoon. I'm like, Lane, I am not cleaning up after you. Here, take your bowl. Uh,
2: Michael, I told you it was going to snow. You can't get that chili. All right. So in 1978, there's uh, a list. And Michael you know, because he has so many books on this, yes, people still write books and people read books. I have books. Um, but the, this is the 1978 music quiz. And the only thing I'm going to do is, Michael is like the rain man when it comes to music. Okay, yes. so you're going to try to throw me off? So all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you eight song titles. You have to give me the artist right away without thinking. So not the album, just the artist.
4: Yep. Oh, that should be Cake. It's going to be Cake. All right, but Cake wasn't around yet. Oh, uh, short skirt. And, Long jacket. That was last week's show.
0: Time for another quiz from, from the, the series
4: Number one, baby come back. That was player. Oh, yeah. Great answering machine joke on The Simpsons, I want to say. I don't want to be a player no more. Big no. pun, right? Uh, oh, big pun forever. Number two, I go crazy. That would be Paul Davis, <laughs> who uh, we know more for 65 Love Affair, but he uh, he was gorgeous in those days.
2: There's no cheat sheet in front of Michael's microphone. He, no.
4: I, I think was, I'm think i Rain Man when it comes to this It stuff. was
2: an old uh, radio personality here at iHeart mm. when you guys worked in another building. Um, he works in the Poconos now. What was his name? You guys had a challenge on the air one time. Gary C.?
4: Yeah, you guys. Oh, yeah, Gary C. He wrote the book on rock and roll, and I I, I did his corrections. And you stumped him on the air. Yep. I believe he used to be on uh, this radio station. Yeah, he's been everywhere. I've been everywhere, man. Number three, if I can't have you. I don't want nobody, baby. That was Yvonne Elliman, written by Barry Gibb and the Bee Gees. <laughs> yeah, the Bee Gees and Barry Gibb, they, they were all they over were the top monstrous. 40. They were monstrous. They were But as he will say, and you, I think that you've, if you haven't seen this documentary, you need to, he would trade all of his success to have his brothers around. Hot child of the city. The Gilder, it was a number one, it was a one-hit wonder, and I have the LP. This might be your first 100%. Oh, Steven, is music. I know, but you
2: know what? People are playing at home. The Donaldson's do they, do the they Don- still play it
4: long? Yeah, last week I had Mike and his son Brandon from Maine were joined. They, they, they were a little out, outnumbered because they had all the radio guys yeah. with them, so they left at halftime at the first game. They couldn't hang. <laughs> Love is like oxygen. It is like oxygen by The Sweet. Now, yeah. the single version was like only half the, half the length of the LP version. I remember playing the single version at Let's Dance and our old boss, Bill Palmer, is like, what is this crap? I said, I figured I'd play the single edit.
2: Oh, man, Bill Palmer, he was like the one guy that didn't show up, right? Yeah, well, he lives in the Poconos. Jack and Jill
4: went up that hill. That was Ray Parker and radio. Yeah, now for a bonus point, spell radio. R-A-Y-D-I-O. What are you trying to do to me? <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill, each with a dollar and a quarter. Jill came down with two fifty. Oh! oh! We were supposed to get him on the show. Yeah, he canceled. Too many movies, I guess. Magnet and Steel. Well, you are the magnet. I am the steel. Now, it's interesting you bring this up. It was Walter Egan. Yes. But there was another Egan that was with Jerry Rafferty in Steeler's Wheel. I always used to think that it was this guy, but there was a completely different Egan. Yeah. So Jerry Rafferty was in Steeler's Wheel, does the singing on it, which sounds like Bob Dylan falling down a flight of stairs. But then Rafferty had the song that I want to say is 1978 personified, and we're about to play it.
2: Breck, cue that up. I got one more on the quiz. Oh,
4: we do? Okay. This is just a gimme. Like the other ones weren't. With a little luck. With a little luck That was Paul McCartney Don't you know uh, The London Town album uh, Went number one That song went number one It's only about The 45 was only about Half the length Of the LP version And I would always get Teed off because When you listened to it On the radio You felt like you were, you were Getting ripped off
2: It's listed as Wings so is that like a trick question? No, no.
4: It's, it's, it, it, yeah, wings exist. Denny Lane is listening right now in Naples, Florida with Liz. But uh, no, Paul McCartney or Wings, yeah, it's the same. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. 100% for Mad Milk right there. Celebrating 30 years of Rock and Locks, Karen and her staff at Locks at Rock and Wampageurs Falls are your hair design destination. Affordable, comfortable, and personalized service is what you can expect every time. Locks at Rock offers hair services to all women, men, children, and seniors. Whether
2: you need a haircut, new hair color, or have a special occasion, Coming up. They are your go-to hair salon located right there on Route 9 in Wapager's Falls. Give them a call at 845-227-4021 to book your appointment today. Like them on Facebook and visit them online at locksetrock.com
0: Gas lines, three's company, Billy Beer. Yep. Sounds like 1978 to me. Book Colvin Brothers Time Tunnel on Z93.
2: Bowen Brothers on Z93, taking a time tunnel to 1978. Jerry Rafferty,
4: Baker Street for Little Cleaver, hanging out at Marcellus Pub. It's such an iconic sax line. I, uh, I, I You know, we grew up... We mentioned this, you know, in 1978, we actually lived in Virginia listening to 98 MZQ with our mother. I grew up on Waylon Jennings, who was always rock adjacent. You know, he he played at Buddy Holly's last gig. He was uh, actually supposed to be on the plane, but uh, lost or won the coin flip with Richie Valens, depending on how you look at it. And, of course, he went on to have his own career as the leader of the outlaw country movement. He does a cover of baker street but they play the riff on guitar and it just does not work i'm sorry it's got to be i mean if you're not gonna use a saxophone it's got to at least be a reed instrument i'm sorry it has to be and talking about um the fact that we've had so many shows what did you say
2: how many shows again this is number 76 our first show didn't you do a callback to the saxophone second one second one oh, okay. i got them all memorized yeah i remember that
0: who died today
2: who died today all right so usually we'll for a time tunnel, we'll do who died this year uh, but there's somebody on here on this list that uh, is a favorite of our mothers. We talk about him all the time whenever we're talking about pop culture. So we'll start off with him. In 2005, comedian and Tonight Show host from 1962 to 1992, Johnny Carson dies at the age of 79, respiratory failure arising from emphysema.
4: He's one of those people that managed to, like, not only did he walk away, he disappeared Yeah. after the Tonight Show. And famously, that- Bette Midler did the last show yes. with him. Um I never watched the Jay Leno edition, I, I barely watched. The Fallon. In fact, I really don't watch Fallon. You tell me, like, if there's yeah, a I, highlight, I'll catch it on YouTube. I, yeah, I watch all the Fallon. But I did watch Johnny faithfully. A, a, a big part of my, you know, of my comedy comes from his style, like the deadpan, and like he had Carnacki the Magnificent, which I turned into Cognac the Magnificent in my yeah. early radio career. He did a lot
2: of skits, yeah, which now is translated over to what Jimmy Fallon does on his show, right? And he's in New York, where I believe it was uh... he was
4: in New York for a number of years, then moved out to L.A. And the BBC is known for this. Unfortunately, in America. Um, it ABC. happened as well. They uh, they they destroyed many. Of the tapes, they would just reuse them. NBC would just reuse yeah. the video tape, because it used to be on reels in those days. Real to and real. Uh, that's why, to this day, it's very, very difficult to get any of his 60s shows uh, reproduced, because they were just erased. So they're just, you know, they're gone forever. And it's, it's a crying shame.
2: When Johnny Carson left, Mom followed David Letterman, because David Letterman uh, didn't get the job. Michael mentioned Jay Leto got it, which has turned into a big, huge uh, TV miniseries yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we watched David Letterman, and I continue to watch David Letterman, and I was hoping that when Letterman left CBS, his regular show, that he would still do appearances. And he's been on Seinfeld's uh, Driving with Comedians well, and Having Coffee. That, that
4: Netflix thing. I don't know if he still does it. Which is fantastic.
2: Yeah. If you haven't got a chance to watch that, he does that. He came out recently. I watched uh, the awards uh, down in Washington, D.C. where they honored like uh, Janis Joplin, Bette Midler. Um, uh, Lauren Michaels. And wasn't
4: it uh, Letterman that put Andy Kaufman and Ted DiBiase, or one of those wrestlers, on, uh, on on the air together? I like
2: that you referenced that. It was the Honky Tonk Man. Okay. No, it was Jerry Lawler. So Jerry Lawler. Lo- thank you, Jerry yeah. Lawler. Honky yeah. Tonk Man is related
4: to Jerry Lawler. Yeah, yeah, But Jerry that Lawler. put
2: wrestling on the map, too. It, a lot of, it really did, yeah. A lot of people talk about MTV and the connection with uh, Hulk Hogan and Cindy Lauper. No, no, it was, this it was, was before that. Letterman did it. So, All right, number two, 2015, baseball shortstop. Hall of Famer known as Mr. Cub. Ernie Banks dies of a heart attack at age 83. Let's play two. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that was a Cub his entire career. Never,
4: never, unfortunately, I mean, look, you know, people have different ways of looking at sports. because Obviously, everything has to evolve. And now, you know, you make a joke about everybody gets into the playoffs, but uh, never had a postseason game in his entire career. Cub career, and that is a shame. Well, that's uh, they were
2: talking about that for Madden. That's why I was so happy he got in there with the wild card. Yeah, yeah, if it
4: wasn't for the wild card, he wouldn't got there in '95. And if you remember in 1995, there was a lot of people like, you know, oh, you can't have a wild card in baseball now, you live for it because it, 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 it's you know, your team is in it till the last day of the season. Yeah, you know, the NFL might have gotten a little bit crazy, but you know what, I, I thought that super wild card weekend was a blast. I would just love for baseball to come back, and right now there's still work stop. Yeah, so. that's all right, we got the Renegades. All right, number three
2: on this day in 2021. It was only a year ago, yeah. And ironically, his famous TV show debuted in 1978. Oh, you want to say, uh, take a guess? I can't. Larry
4: King. Oh, dies of COVID. I have garlic. It couldn't prevent COVID.
2: Next All caller, caller number thirteen. Who is this? Where are you from? <laughs> hey, 87 years old. He passed away last
4: year. In and he's such a part of like the syndicated late, like you know, because I'm I work in bars till four in the morning. Well, I work at mahoney. Let's put it that. So sometimes he'll still come on. Because they don't have any other programming. I've forgotten that he had died. Yeah. (laughs) There there was something, I think we talked about
2: it on on another show. It's funny, we keep talking about older shows, but because the podcast is out there. I listened to the 1992 show last week when I was on my way um, up north. But did we talk about uh, Larry King getting into like a spat with Jerry Seinfeld? Remember, well, you, you he's got to was... spats with a lot of people. Yeah, because uh, something oh, I'm gonna have to look that up. Crunch, do me a favor, look that up and text us uh, after the show. We got uh, something from 1978. We'll let Michael introduce it. Go Love you, there. Blue. Kansas dust in the wind. We're the Colvin Brothers on Z93. Kelvin Brothers on Z93, and uh, like we said, right now in progress, Bills and Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs. I want the Chiefs. I want no. The, no I want,
4: oh, right. you want, want, want to put I want some them money to, on the game? No, I just want them to win the whole, I got my, the whole my thing. My boy Cross is taking bets. What do you want? What do you want? 20 bucks? Who's your boy Cross? My boy Cross. He's he's, he's the guy who taught my daughter how to play dice. Are uh, you is he
2: friends with DJ Tilt? Uh, he might be. I thought we weren't <laughs> going to talk
4: about him anymore. Well, I
2: don't want to talk about him, but I do want to talk about something this Friday. January 28th on the calendar. Low noon comes to Mahoney's. An interactive murder mystery. 7 o'clock show includes salad, dinner, dessert. It's only $50, okay? $50. Tickets are online at mahoniesirishpub.com And right now, I believe Pat is watching that screen and hoping that you're buying tickets.
4: Yes, he does. He's the one guy there that listens to our show. <laughs> <laughs> but we should play something for him. Pat, if you've got an idea for a theme... Uh, well, no, he's gonna get he's gonna get the Stones tune that we're going. Uh, into. How about food? How about food specials? Oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> I want to do weather because yeah, it's it's January. Oh, we, it's the it only gonna... time of year I really pay attention to the weather. Like usually I have Breckman yeah. oh, you see the weather forecast in the journal. I'm like, yeah, they wrote that three days ago. Breck it doesn't <laughs> count.
2: <laughs> uh, that was the conversation you used to have with Dad all the time. The first thing he would lead off. I like I was like Dad, what's going on? Uh, oh, no, it's too cold to go outside, so I stay inside all day.
4: He, he moved to the Great White North. It's like why would you do that at your age? I don't want to see
2: people, and I know <laughs> You guys won't visit. And Your brother
4: never visits. So he
2: her up here. <laughs> uh, Mahoney's has got all kinds of food specials. Check them out at pubcom
4: And uh, you got something in front of you. What do you got? If you want to warm up, get more is John Belaya. We have great, you know, for an Irish place, we make great Cajun food. Like anytime that, that, that there's a Cajun special, I am all over that stuff.
2: Put it on the calendar. Michael is going to be out for the Mahoney's Irish Pub fundraiser for Special Olympics February 6th from 1 to 4. Michael doesn't usually wake up to do stuff, but he's going to wake up for this.
4: I don't usually wake up to do that. The great thing about it being on a Sunday at 1 is that Wendy will just st- still be there from the night before. Hey, hon. This, this is her event. Yeah, all right. Um, 70s attire is requested. Oh, it's requested. You it's gotta requested. Wear it. Yeah. Okay. I'm, so, you know, wide lapels. I'll probably just wear my Astros jersey and piss Emmett off. But um, it's going to have raffle surprises, all proceeds going to the Special Olympics Polar Plunge.
2: All right. You guys are doing a great job at the Colvin Brothers on Z93 Facebook page. Keep contributing. I think because uh, the Colvin 5, we had like 50 answers. We're going to do commercials again. This is the first time we're doing this. We're going to
4: carry it over for another week. Right, so next week, you're going to get D.O.T. Taylor, Jen Toth, Raz, Lewis Chu, and uh, Woody. Oh, Raz actually contributed? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I contribute, I'll get COVID. I stole uh, Morning Bob Saget from Entourage. <laughs> One more song, Rolling Stones. Is this a, is this a Mad Mike pick? This is a Keith Richards tune, and I, again, we uh, we we played the audio daily. He's still double. alive. We played the audio daily double on our Deathpool show. Aunt Lisa doesn't think Keith Richards is getting out of twenty twenty two alive. I beg to differ. Here's before they make me run his big song on the Some Girls LP. Again, another album. Every track on this got played, and we're kicking it right now.
2: We need to get out of here and throw some more ice melt on the driveway. I mean, that was a disastrous <laughs> skating bo- rink class. We week. both
4: have a knock- Long downhill driveways, and it's not fun. We're the Culver Brothers
3: on D93.
0: The
5: kisses are hers and hers and his three's company too.